takes uh round two uh podcast about television this is our second effort at at opening this thing up uh <laughs> even more overdue than it was before even more overdue season two my name is christian o'shaughnessy my name is michael lee uh we, we are, love big little Lies. we are huge fans of big little eyes we have had a dream about this podcast for years. Yeah, we, we we should have started making this podcast before the show even started. <laughs> if only we had known what it was going to mean to us then. Yeah. Do you want to tell everyone how much it means? Well, we... Wherever it comes from. Okay, so we started watching this show when we were destitute, living in my parents' <laughs> basement. The winter is 17. Right after uh, Obama had been fired. fired. <laughs> it was dark, a dark age. And a recent death. And we were, yeah, we had a lot, we had a lot going on. Um, we were coming out of the young Pope. And the young, and the young Pope was a great lead in. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. we, we were really getting by thanks to HBO at that period <laughs> in our lives. And after weeks and weeks of me convincing Mike that these trailers of all of these wonderful white women <laughs> looking at the beach and driving their cars and drinking Chardonnay was... I think maybe going to be really good. Yeah. I was very skeptical (laughs) uh, uh, when we started watching the first episode of Big Little Lies. I I thought I had no interest in watching something about a bunch of rich white women. But (laughs) Boy, was I wrong. But about 15 minutes into that, I was in in love. Yeah. Night night one had us by the throat. Every single one of of these actresses is so damn charming. (laughs) <laughs> that I cannot help but just love this damn show. Ate the entire season of yeah. Candy. So we watched, and the we never knew that we were going to get any more. Yeah, we thought that was we thought that was it. Be we were thing. happy with it. Yeah, and uh, because there's no sequel to the book uh, that this season, season two, has been based on or anything like that. It's been a, it's been a. It weird... was an open. It was an open field. We had no idea mm-hmm. what could happen. And I for sure thought this season. When they brought in Meryl Streep, we were pretty excited. Yeah, we're, we're, we're turning it up. Yeah. One more, right? Yeah. And uh, we thought this was going to be about the murder of, of Perry. Perry Wright. And uh, <laughs> and it got and I think it got pretty distracted with the the child in, endangerment custody battle plot. But uh, which, I don't hate it, though. <sighs> I mean, I, I predicted uh, Meryl's going to have a courtroom breakdown. Yeah. I'm super proud about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a good prediction. We also, this is the thing we talked about before that we wanted everyone to know. We knew it was those fucking twins that were bullying Amabella in season one. Oh, yeah. We, Immediately. We had some great predictions. Immediately. Yeah. When they, Immediately. they fucked up, <laughs> they fucked up like the teddy bear or the, the, the oh, elephant yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that's right. The dog. Yeah. We, we knew that was uh, Chekhov's. There was elephant. even just something about it was like Chekhov's blonde twins. Yeah. Like, why on earth should I trust these two blonde rich twins? Yeah. If television taught me anything, it's that twins are not to be trusted. <laughs> the Winklevoss twins. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm four four, and there's two of me. <laughs> um. <laughs> Social network fans love that joke. I'll tell you what. 
So today we were going to watch the finale of the second season and kind of discuss our thoughts on on the whole second season, which is a whole other ballpark from our beloved season one. Yeah. Um, no, I don't hate it. It's different. It's weird. <laughs> it's definitely weird. Um, maybe we should just run through each of our characters. Uh, do you want to do it now or do you want to go through? I well, mean, should we discuss what each of them have been going through this season before we start it, or should we just? Uh, I guess. I mean, should we? I kind of feel like we need to like grade, grade the treatment of our women through our like, couple, well, our as, couples. As we, I should as say. As we watch the episode, you mean? I mean, or now? I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, we should. Well, okay, let's just go through each of them. So Celeste takes the. I guess Celeste is the lead in both seasons. Yeah. She's at least the dramatic she's, center she's, of the show. She's tied directly to the uh, events that are happening more than any of the other girls, except uh, except, except Jane. J- well, but Jane, I think, kind of got pushed in the back. We're, we're crossing over already. Right, so. right, right. Celeste, Celeste is high the- drama. Celeste is like in Act 5 of a Shakespeare play all the time. Yeah, and this season it's been all about uh, Mary Louise. Mary Louise. And they are bound together in and this. And Mary Louise being worried about the children and about all the, all the Ambien and all the rough sex with random men. And all I was, re- you know, I really thought that the prediction of Mary Louise planting drugs on her was going to be a thing. Oh. When she, when she was rifling through her drawers or something, it seemed like maybe when this custody battle came to head that there might be some... I thought that it was going to be much more about the murder of Perry, and they kind of touched on it, and and I laughed and I hated the uh, the computer simulation of someone being pushed down. Oh my god! That, oh my god! Where was, was that? That was the worst. Where was where was that when the man was murdered? Yeah, and they kind of just, you know, they're like, no, we're gonna we're gonna save that for season three. Otherwise, we don't have a third season. No, we, there was because also... that's the end of the story. If yeah. they solve that thing. So instead, they made it much more about the custody battle and these women just unbearing and destroying their souls <laughs> about their about their darkest motherhood failures <laughs> for for yeah. two straight hours. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine what a surreal moment that would be to see that happening before you if you're in there for like a parking ticket the day like the day of that hearing. Yeah, I mean, there's gotta, I mean, I don't it know. It was why. open to the, but they made it clear in one of the episodes that it was open to the public. I never understood. That's always a Hollywood thing where I'm like, why would random people be allowed to go watch this, <laughs> this shit going down? You know, they're like, this it's isn't a Judge Judy. I mean, imagine some kid going to law school sitting in that room, and he's like, Jesus Christ, this is fucking crazy. Well, beyond what grade we give Celeste journey in this season we can definitely give her attorney an f right the worst the attorney att- the worst attorney uh, well, she, in which we, she wisely eventually was like you know what i'm a fucking attorney and i'm a better fucking attorney than you which she clearly showed yeah and she just uh i did i was happy i was to, waiting for that to happen i was glad to see celeste be really dominant in the courtroom when in the episode the week before she was acting like a crackhead on the stand and it seemed like someone who had that much experience in court would have been a little more yeah, in control of what needs to happen when she's in there. I realize, yeah. I realize that when you're on the stand, it's probably a much different thing, but they, Jesus. They, they really kind of made you forget she was a lawyer a little bit. Yeah, they did. And then she's like, I'm a lawyer. And you're like, oh, that's right. Why has she yeah, been she's like Yeah, so she's ridiculous. incredible in the first season when, she, when they go to the meeting about... Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> about Avenue Q. Yeah, that's one of those things where it's like, this season seems like it could have just wrapped up the whole plot. This could have been, this could have maybe been done in half the amount of time, you know. Or or could it have been done with a little more time, and a little more care in some of the. Well, those plots and stretch the, them out. They well, like we, they okay. Well, let's talk about some of the other characters. They stayed with the seven episode that are, thing that are, when because some it of was them, totally arbitrary. Some of them that killed me that weren't really I think related Jane, much. Jane had a bad season. Jane got shafted Jane with got a her bad little boyfriend season. thing, and it's real sad because she was kind of the she was the core of the first she, season. Yeah, yeah. And they tried to make this season more about Bonnie and her situation, but it was so because she wasn't much of a character. Poorly. In the first season. Executed. With well, her, you know, but I, I, I know a lot of people were upset about, you know, the voodoo black woman archetype. Yeah, like, and then they killed her immediately. So I think and, that some of Bonnie's stuff comes from the bad treatment of and, that and, character. And I feel well, we were kind of crossing Jane and Bonnie because Jane, the way that Bonnie is tied to the poor treatment of the mother character, Jane is tied to the poor treatment of that her Sea World employee or whatever the hell that they do. That whole thing was so bizarre. Well, they they it was a and then they one cliffhanger about maybe he's a cop. Yeah, then, they yeah they use him as a little red herring for like that's, for two frames of the yeah, show. That was pretty weak. I don't know. Um, I don't know what happened there. We the, didn't we didn't bring up the other beforehand. the other main plot going on was with uh, well the other two gals had some had some main plots. Reese Witherspoon's dealing with yeah her. Reese and Laura Dern, but those obviously got treated different ways too. Reese gets away, I guess. Yeah. None of it mattered. Well, everything going on with Reese did not matter. With Madeline, I should say, not with Reese. Yeah, Madeline's plot with Ed was kind of. Uh, I mean, it was logical following season one. Yeah. But it was also just kind of. Yeah. Another filler thing, a little bit. And just not a not a good look for Ed, man. He's still just caved after all of his like. I'm not gonna cave. I'm not gonna cave. I'm I, not gonna cave. He just did. He, I was he very just did. surprised he didn't. Uh, he didn't sleep with the band teacher's wife or. Whatever. Well, and that scene and that was the other like end of that episode hanger that just turned into one wet fart of the scene with, with him and <laughs> him and the woman, and no explanation as to why her husband was there. Yeah, I, I don't. I, God, and, I mean Ed. Obviously, the beginning of the season, Ed and Nathan scenes are the some of the best scenes in the entirety of both yeah. seasons of the, the show. The season started very, very strong. You know? That third episode, and, I remember us sitting there. that's why I'm kind of surprised, you know, this finale didn't really feel like a finale, you know? No, it, it really it didn't, It felt did like it. it was setting up a third season more than anything. Did it feel kind of marked in stone, the end? Did you feel pretty confident, like, well, there's no way that she's gonna get... She's, there's no way she's taking her kids. Oh, well, that seemed like it was kind of... I never had a doubt that those kids I never were had a, I never had her, a doubt. You know? Because they made Meryl into such a kind of caricature of a villainous... And Dennis O'Hare being, like, the devil lawyer of hers, too. Just, like... It, yeah, they make her so unlikable where you're like, who the fuck would give this old lady these little boys? <laughs> 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 like, why would anyone, why would any judge do that? Yeah. Like, before they even start, before, before they even get into Meryl, or into Nicole Kidman's fucking affairs and 
Yeah. Sorry, I can't remember any of the characters. And I names. just Celeste. I just don't know why. And I do, I still don't understand how that was relevant. But also, it really wasn't a good look for for when that guy walks out into the kitchen when they're all there. Bad, like obviously really poor form by that guy. Which guy? The guy that she sleeps with who walks out into the kitchen like shirtless when oh, Meryl yeah. brings the kids in and he's like, "What's up, everybody? Hey, little man!" And hey, like, "What's up, dude?" <laughs> they don't really, ambient or no? They, I, I, they don't really set up like how much that's going on until it's until until in it's in court, and you're like, "Jesus Christ!" Like, yeah, yeah, you know, we had we kind of called that too. We knew that. Well, she was they, gonna, they, we were pretty destructive good at, behavior was totally down the pipeline for her. I, yeah, we did predict that, but. I like to think we're clever for that. You know? <laughs> and I like to think that it wasn't very clever that for Big Little Lies. That obvious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, t- that that whole section is just a tough beat. I don't know. The whole show, really, the whole season after that third episode, just kind of fell apart for me. Well, maybe we should just start watching it. If you want it and now a word from our sponsor, The Now Show with Jack Bell. A web series about people who make a late night talk show in their garage. Season 1 premieres July 28th. Check it out at Grown Up Costume Party on YouTube. Or if you want to come to the season premiere event, look us up on Twitter and Facebook. The Now Show with Jack Bell. It's funny. If you want it back. We're back. So... Inside of the episode you've right got, now. You've got an issue with James Drain's decor. Oh, we're going to... Oh, let's, let's start here. Okay, so we're going to go through this. We're kind of... We're, we're re-watching the episode right now. Yeah. With subtitles as God intended it so that you can see the words be elevated off the page. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone should watch shows with the subtitles on. But we're inside the episode watching it right now, and one of the things that I want to get out of the way about the season finale... Is Jane wearing her SeaWorld outfit to the trial? So, I would I don't know if she just came from work or if she's going to work afterwards is my only question because... I mean, she clearly has... She's got a closet and a car. She couldn't throw something on before well, she runs Jane's in the, here. Jane's the poor one who lives in an apartment building. I mean... Um, they all kind of get pigeonholed. <laughs> they get pigeonholed. They, yeah, they do get pigeonholed. But they, I, I've, 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 but it, I've but a, a show that they're, is they're based on the Spice Girls. A show, um, a show so. that, a show that clings to its style so fervently all the time. I find it weird that she's wearing a polo with an orca whale on it. It, it's Celeste's trial. It just, it seems, it seems like a weird move for me. But like we were saying before, yeah. we want to talk about Mary Louise. Yeah, Mary Louise. Um, when she, when, when she, (laughs) she gets called out for her own, her own misdeeds as a mother. Well, sure. We've talked about kind of what goes down in the trial, but her as a totality, we knew as soon as Mary, as soon as Meryl Streep was going to play this part, we knew that this was going to be steamroller, big bad guy for the whole season. But I don't know. I don't know what they did. I don't know what they did with it. Ultimately, I don't I know. I think what they they, did ha- they made her more distracted with trying to take the boys than trying to figure out Perry's death because she clearly seems like she thinks they killed Perry and or something happened, but she's not 
following through with that. I mean, especially and with that the, gets dropped. I mean, if they're talking about the custody of these children, if she really suspects that they're, that Perry's death is a big factor, they really drop it fast. They, well, they assert, they certainly drop it in this finale. Yeah, I mean, it completely goes out. It completely goes out the window. It's all about the boys in this, and they. That's how they set up their third season, which I imagine is going to be a long, drawn out. Is it a trial of the five of them? I mean, well, I mean, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we shouldn't jump ahead to like the very final moments of this but right away. But I think it's unfortunate this season. But does feels this have anywhere to like go? A, I mean, it's just it feels more like a like I said. I think to like a filler than completing its own story. Like, the end of season one of Big Little Lies didn't set up a second season. There was no... That that story no. completed itself. And this one is almost ending on a cliffhanger, which... Yeah, I suppose you know, you're right. Empire Strikes Back, I guess, kind of thing. I, I suppose... And maybe, like, I guess, the, there's the small win of the boys, and that's kind of the arc of the yeah, season. Yeah, and I, we can talk more about how much we want a third season and what we would need to see out of it but uh god we're still in this well that's still in this trial scene which really is just a well now she when she's got the the video the footage, video that destroys everything and uh saves the day somehow somehow yeah mary louise is a really complicated character but I feel like it's too much she's gotten to be a little caricature of an antagonist than I mean the than likable. The scene from the last episode where she shuts the door and is wringing her hands with the with the music playing was very Silence of the Lambs, wasn't it? Oh yeah, while Jane's screaming at her. Yeah. Yeah, they've they haven't made her redeemable. So I but I do think she's been uh I don't know, a worthwhile character for them to encounter. Like, I was really hoping once once Bonnie's mom showed up that we were going to see every single woman's mom show up. Oh! That was going to be oh, the plot I know. of this season. Yeah, we were making predictions on who who was coming. Like, I was looking forward to Renata's mother. Jane Fonda? Was it, was it going to be Jane Fonda? Oh, yeah, sure. Sure, who right. Would, and Reese Witherspoon's mother showing up. <sighs> as like Goldie Hawn or something like that. Oh my god. Can you imagine? <laughs> you <know? laughs> Can you imagine? But um Yeah. The motherhood thing kind of fell through. The the voodoo mother immediately went into a coma and I was like is this going to get supernatural? Like they almost made you think she's going to know what happened from beyond or something or or that maybe when she came out of the coma, she would remember what yeah what uh, Bonnie confessed, and it was all kind of meaningless. And the yeah, way yeah to explain the, that Bonnie had issues with abuse, and that's why she killed Perry. And it's like that was an unearned um, arc. Sure, plot. and it also and and all of all of Bonnie's anxiety. I mean, obviously, they we know how this episode ends, but a lot of her anxiety culminated in telling Nathan that she doesn't love him anymore? Yeah, which was never really explicitly said no, until it, no, not at all. this episode. Um, that she never loved him ever. Well, I think the problem is that they made... Bonnie was interesting because... They may not have made sense the she, entire time as a couple, but I mean... 
I think the problem with that character is that... That seemed a little tight. In the on. first season, she wasn't one of the main characters. And so when she killed Perry, it was unexpected. Yes. And now they have tried to um, enhance her character in this season. And it's been all about the grief she's going through and this plot with her mother. And it's just kind of not... not fitting into the same universe and i feel bad because you know she's yeah. a great actress and right and while we're on the topic of not fitting in the universe we're in this scene here where jane s- talks to not the cop to not the cop and not boy. not the coffee shop season one guy who i guess just got left in the dust but weird sea world guy who gives one of the most cliched speeches I've ever yeah, seen in my life. He it's one, it's like, one of, he sounds it's one like of me two. when I started college, and I was like, well, if you just cling on to things and think too much, man, then... He sounds like you on this podcast right now. He gives two... He gives one of the... <laughs> he gives the first of two speeches about how no one's perfect in this episode. Because Reese gives one later on. That seems pretty pretty, pretty fucking obvious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, who? What? How long ago did anyone in this show give up the idea of perfection? <laughs> it's been six months since they all watched that man. Since they pushed a man down the stairs. <laughs> what the? I mean, what the fuck kind of lesson is that? Yeah, truly. So this scene, okay. Mary Louise comes to their house that night and freaks out after she's been humiliated on trial. And no one brings it up to the judge. Because yes. it seems like are there not, are there this not, would immediately Are there not the legal implications? Of, exactly. If she did something like this, and they were, and she, you know, she's like, this woman fucking showed up at my house with her own key, started letting herself into the house. Yeah. Like, case closed. And yet, they're going to add a whole, a, 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 another like. Right. Because you have to believe that Celeste has like serious security out there. She like has this on tape. Probably, yeah. right? It's almost like they, they made these characters' dynamics like a high school debate where they each get a turn to talk throughout the episode where you're like, Well that should be the end of it and then yeah. they have a rebuttal and yeah. then you're like, Well, I don't know enough about I don't know about rebuttal. I don't know enough about legal proceedings to know how accurate the court scenes are in here, but they seem a little This judge a, they seem judge to be left seems a like wanting. she doesn't give a fuck. Because they're like, can I speak? And she's like, well, I was talking, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you know, good performance out of the judge, though. I like that actress. Yeah, I feel like she's played a mom in a lot of uh, she's the mom in sitcoms. She's and stuff. she's uh, she's Lena Dunham's mom in Girls. I remember oh, I remember her okay. most as that. So this guy, while we're talking about weird parents in this show. Yeah, the bad guy uh, from the DEA agent from Weeds, uh, and he's also in the movie Saved, which I watched not that long oh, ago. Saved, again. great. He's the pastor. Great, great fucking. He's like play. Pastor Pete or whatever. Yeah, right? shouts to Martin Donovan. He is a great, great that guy. Is that his name? Martin Donovan. Yes, it is. That one. That one. I remember reading in the credits and knowing who it was. What's What's uh, Gordon Klein's name again? I just looked it up. Jeffrey Jeffrey Nordling. So we will get to him. We can can we start talking about the clients a little bit because I don't really care about these. Do you, okay. she wants she murder her mother with. All the right. Well, I mean this. I mean this has but, its, this has its origins in us watching this for the first time as well because I think that that actor specifically who is the smallest name in the original cast from season one. Gordon Klein. Yeah, Jeffrey yes. Nordling playing Gordon Klein is. The smallest actor in probably the smallest primary role of those those adult characters. But he owns it. But he 
does such a wonderful job going as over the top and nuanced as a lot of these other people do, but it goes totally underappreciated. His entrance into the show is like a 15 second walk outside with you're imagining like a Belvini 36 scotch or something and the longest sit down and sigh of breath I've ever seen on TV before. (laughs) And he consistently in all of the tiny fragments of episodes that he gets just devours the scenery. Well, and he's... And (laughs) And it goes so unrespected. Well, he's playing so well the second fiddle to Laura Dern. To Laura Dern, absolutely. Who is stealing the show. Yes. Laura Dern is the true star of Big Little Lies. (laughs) Uh, It's probably the breakout performance. She's she's like a Shakespearean clown or something. The Laura Dernissance is... I mean, has been upon us, but this was a a big indicator of that. But but they have... the best chemistry in their scenes where she's just going fucking ballistic and he's, you know, matching her like (laughs) on every beat with his, with his like, it's going to be fine. Yeah. He's like this crass bohemian that he is fucking the au pair and got his little train set. Sure. But that's all season two stuff. But him in season two, he got shortchanged, I think, so much. The the clients in general. Well, it started off strong when he started getting, when he you know done some shit and they're sure. closing everything. Yeah, and, and I really bankrupt. thought that we were gonna get a lot more them in the legal proceedings following that, but that was relegated to these ninety second intercuts well, between scenes at the hospital. That's because I feel like a lot of this scene was dragging things out because they wanted to make the real plot about Perry's death season three. So they're like, well, we have to drag out all of these little side stories happening and all of the intricate. Well, but stuff my problem with this season is that they didn't really drag. I mean, the clients they didn't drag out at all. They truncated it yeah, within because, an inch of its be- life. Well, because they know that they want to make season three about their actual divorce. Like Renata stuck with God, this God, whole you're, season. You're such a pessimist that you think that that's what season three is going to really be. Do. I just hope that there isn't a season three now. A little bit. I think that that's the only reason they made this season is because they knew there was going to be a season three. Otherwise, if they don't make a season three, I will be pretty disappointed with the way with this entire process. The, the right. Sh- this whole show is gone because they literally walk into the police station at the end. Like they, they give you. A setup for a third season on a silver platter. At sure. The end so, of all right. Season. So, so we okay. So we've jumped to the ending. So you think? So we're I'm assuming around. we assume that they're going in and they're confessing. That's clear. Yeah. I think as a, as a group. What do we think now that we have now that Celeste has this video of Perry? I mean, like that really brutal video that they play in court. Now that Celeste has that, I mean, are we worried for them again? I mean, this is just like the court case with. Celeste and Mary Louise, like, are we ever gonna actually be worried about what's gonna happen? Right. This is the kind of thing that, like... Like, is this just gonna turn into the OC, where it's like, like, alright, let's run it for five, six years, and we just wanna catch up with... And you know that they're rich white ladies. You know? (laughs) They're... The... The one they... Like, their friendship was born out of a traumatic event, and now we're just gonna keep going back to them, overcoming these, like... Well, that's why this whole season, tinier and this tinier whole season, problems. you know, you could argue is, did we need this season at all? You know? Yeah. Chloe, like, the da- Chloe, the daughter, also got shortchanged, I think, in this I season. I had the same thought today yeah. when I watched that. I was like, 
Man, they did. They underused, especially that little girl, because she's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And she's got great jams. Yeah. And she's talking about how she has connections for getting cereal in this. Yeah, and you're great. Like, Come on, give great, me more. great stuff funny. out of her. Great stuff out of her. Yeah, they they steered away from the kids in this so, season. That Ma- was the kids Madeline were like and the. Ed, the kids were like the main focus in the first season. Well, not the focus, but like they were the catalyst for like a yes. lot of things spiraling they, into yeah, action. Yeah, they pushed the plot. And ahead. I suppose that they that towards the beginning of the season when, well, when Chloe they, spoils the news, they were doing that. But then it's this, and I said this before. Like it's these, been more about the twins. The this back season. the back end of the season just like turned into a different show. Like the kids were gone, the clients were gone. It was a lot of jumpy cuts. This Things Ed and Madeline stuff got dragged out a lot, I think. Because, you know, he found out about the affair. He's upset. He's had the opportunity to fuck that other girl. And he which, they, which they've which done nothing with. I thought, I thought you know, he, he was... Uh, he earned it, he He says. earned it. He got cheated on, you know. Sure. Sure. And, I, you know, and I'll use that point. And, and, I'll use and, that point to make another point for my guy, Gordon Klein. If we're gonna just cast him out into space, what separates him from Madeline? They did the same thing, but Madeline is just given forgiveness and well, forgiveness and forgiveness because she's one of our primary people. But I mean, sure. Well, and she's just giving Ed the 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 doe eyes and putting on her wedding dress and and Gordon's and Gordon's working with a, a train little, set. So. A, well, and Gordon's fucking <laughs> the old pair and working with a train set. But it's like they're. You know, it's a little rough to watch Ed just kind of cave. It it's rough to like. watch Ed cave. Because you you thought maybe this more would come of this, but it's been a lot of him hemming and hawing about trust and her and, and her and we should that mention, she feels bad. And we should mention that the the marriage counseling scene at the retreat was relegated to one five second sequence of them hugging people in yeah a, they that should have been a whole episode of them getting you know they never got any therapy they just decided they oh, went to just, one they, they went say, to let's one let's renew our vows also celeste didn't go to therapy during this entire court process yeah and i'm amazed that she wasn't telling her therapist that she was like taking too much ambient and fucking random dudes because that was like well she explained in the courtroom scene that she she felt like that was going to... Yeah, they explained it away, but I yeah, was still dissatisfied with that explanation. Did she Did she have to go shoot the Deadwood movie? Oh, yeah, she was too busy being Calamity Jane. That's, the, she, the she's like, get these fucking weights off my ankles, baby. Uh-huh. I need to go drink whiskey uh, and this, swear and spit. Fly. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I actually accept that Yeah. as an excuse. I mean, not for storytelling. It's obviously not good. Should have... Should have figured something out. So get more of the, get more of those therapy scenes in there. Who's who is your favorite arc this season? Since they were all a little, a little <laughs> scattered and a little yeah. I mean now stuff. I mean when but now that we're looking some were too long and some were too short. Yeah, and, now that we're looking at the landscape of the whole season, I don't know. Ah, that's tough. I mean, I guess you have to say Celeste because she wins it was, the season. Well, and Celeste's always kind of the she was kind of the primary. Last season too, but so was Jane. Jane had a, Jane, lot, yeah. a big. Jane got the biggest shaft. Bonnie, they kind of clumsily brought into the fold. I feel like. Yeah, and Renata, they sort of exploded when they needed her, but 
kind of disregarded her as a... Well, I think they, they've been using her as a comedic uh, relief. Yeah, yeah. And, and so... Yeah, there's there's been scenes in they a couple... They haven't given of... her... She was a bigger antagonist in the first season and was actually a big driving force in the plot for everything. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, now she's... Now when you see the back of her head walking down a hallway, it gets a laugh. When you see her running from down the hallway behind the two characters that yeah. are talking, it gets I'm, a laugh. Like, she just... I mean, operates on a whole. I other think levels. I probably just wait through some of these ep- or scenes to wait for a, a Renata scene. You know. I'm just... Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say that they're like Omar scenes, but they are the like. Oh, thank God, we're finally here. Yeah, they're like, back. Like she should win a fucking Emmy for this. Oh man, she's swinging for the fences to be sure. Did this show get any Emmys? You follow that stuff. Uh, I I usually do, but I I don't know the Emmy nominations. Maybe we can do it. We can do an epilogue I know, that, I know they feel the need to break them up into boys and girls, right? They're, now she's giving another rebuttal in court. And then and then they just keep both standing up and they're saying the same shit over and over again. Like, they kind of dragged this court stuff into two episodes and it didn't... It could have been one really great finale, I, maybe. I still think that this could have been ten episodes. I think that we could have been waiting for this. Well, the first one, I didn't realize it was only seven until I was watching this, I thought there was one more. And so I was watching this, and I was like, "Huh, this? What are they gonna do after this?" Nothing. <laughs> Nothing is the answer to that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Looking back on the the, the landscape of this, I I don't know. I don't know why we I don't know why we did it. Well, I think it got distracted. Like this season started with. The death of Perry and Mary Louise being distraught about that, and I feel like it's ended on, on Celeste keeping her sons, and that's like not really the same question that it's answering. So I feel like it's just putting sure. that question. Well, on. and there's stuff that I think that we mentioned earlier. And you know, David E. Kelly, I love, well, but this, I love you, man. This is what it, this uh, is. This what is. What did he make? Like Baywatch or something. I don't know. Uh, this is just exactly where I was about to go, was that, I think we mentioned the story, that Andrea Arnold, the director of this, kind of got shoved out of the way in the process of making the show. By David E. Kelly? No, by Jean-Marc Vallée, who directed... Who's Jean-Marc Vallée? He directed the first season. Oh. Well, then why and the hell didn't he just direct this season? I don't He's know. Gonna be well, because I think that around. they, I think that they shot a lot of this around the same time that they shot Shop Objects that he was doing that she, which he shot, obviously in a pretty similar way, but he was an EP on this. Yeah, you and, did tell me to watch. And he that. was like in the back. I think he was in a lot of the. He was in the cutting room a lot and a lot of the editing. There's like five editors listed on the, on a lot of these episodes, so it's clearly like touched a lot of hands it's been through a lot of different uh, things that's tough and it isn't really like what that andrea arnold director she had a different cut well like what she set out to i think that even during the process of shooting she felt like she was getting pushed out but of how this. different is the script you know i don't know how different this, i don't know how different be. the script is but i know that so she so she was more in control at the beginning of season two which we yeah, both there. agreed this season starts strong but ends a little weird yeah and a little out you know drags on some of these plots that I still think the overall script of this season, you know, they should have been about Perry's death, and they, and they made it about this instead. Well, I mean, this is 
It's related, but it's also like now we're like having the discussion that they have in court. Like, is this relevant? Yeah, to is, what we're talking is about this here. Relevant to what this show's about, and and what this court case is about is kind of irrelevant to exactly to what we've been guided through as an audience. Like, this is something that's coming in a totally bizarre angle. I think. I don't think we've seen the last of Mary Louise and her. I was just gonna ask you that question. And her streak. You think we see her again? I think we see her... Because you think this is coming I th- back. I think season three might end with Mary Louise forgiving Bonnie in court or something like that. Oh, God. For pushing her son down. I mean, do we... Because s- I, I think season Jesus. three is going to be like everything coming out in court, them all rehashing the night and telling the story. Wow. That's what I think season three is going to look like. Wow. So we spend all of season three in court, in divorce court and in homicide yeah and this season was kind of uh uh i don't know a little a little bit of a distraction a little bit i mean building on all their characters but also i'm curious to see how it gets tied in tied into the extended yeah big little eyes universe to the to the canon the canon of big little eyes yeah. yeah there's I don't know. There's this season was never really planned, but it was planned to have a sequel in mind. So it's just a different vibe. I don't know, but it's not like I'm gonna stop watching it. No, if a season three comes along, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here for season three, one hundred percent. How many? How long do you think it's gonna take for season three to get made? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I'll tell you when I see episode eight of the new Pope. The New Pope. When does that start? I have no idea. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hot Little Takes is brought to you by The Now Show, a web series about people who make a late-night talk show in their garage. The Now Show Season 1 will premiere on July 28th. And if you would like to catch the premiere itself, you can look up details for the entire season event on our Twitter, our Facebook, or our, uh, not our Instagram yet, god damn it. Or YouTube, though. Our, our YouTube. You can check us out on YouTube at Grown Up Costume Party, The Now Show with Jack Bell. Did you ever we are back. We're gonna close the door on Big Little Eyes Season 2. Yeah, I feel like we've said a lot of what we need to say about this season. Um, how do you think it compares to season one? Uh, I mean, Jesus. How does Max compare to Josh, you know? <laughs> oh, you mean the evil twin versus did we, the did we Did we get the bit in about how you can't trust the blonde twins? Was that in our first crack at this? I think we are. I, I don't know. I mean, it's fair. To, I, as I predicted, Meryl would have a breakdown in season one. We did predict that twins are evil. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, obvious choice. I hope we got that in the first part. I don't know. I mean, there's really no comparison. I think this, I think the second season was a failure. I was disappointed with the way that the episodes were paced. I think a lot of characters got shortchanged. I think they spent time in the wrong places for not enough payback. Yep. And I I, and with, if there, I don't disagree with but if, if if there's a season three, I'm here for it. Yeah, I think season three will actually be about Perry's 
Perry's murder trial or whatever. Um, and that's really what we could have used this season. This season, like sure. you said, had a lot of things that were just kind of, for lack of a better word, filler. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's and that's and that seems tough in a seven episode season to think that there's any filler. I mean, I just think they either could they either could have stretched it out or they could have made this a little more punchy. Yeah. Uh, the first season was so finely drawn, obviously because it was a novel and this came out of And it ended with demand. This, and it ended with such a like such a loud crash. And this one kind of whimpered out over the last couple episodes. You know, I think the highlight was Meryl getting put on trial and uh, seeing Celeste finally be an actual lawyer and a mother and stand up for herself. I think that the I think that the highlight was uh, was Ed and Nathan fighting in the park. <laughs> oh, like did it ever in, really get better in than the that? third episode? Well, oh, you know what? No, no, no. I do want to give shout out to Chekhov's uh, train set. Because when Renata, when Renata found out that, that Gordon got to keep his train set, you can see the baseball bat on the wall behind her. And yeah, you know just, it's coming. I was just waiting, and that was, that was like the be- a great long... I did, you know, joke. I got a, the, the sports nerd in me wanted to know the bat. I wanted to know what... What kind of bat? Yeah, what he had in there. He, he said, had 60... What did he say? The guy gave him... Four hundred, four hundred and ten thousand dollars, and he just to just to take care of all that antique, expensive toys. When they're losing the house, <laughs> yeah, Gordon was a real ass this season. Well, but I mean that. I mean even that's poor planning. I don't know. Fucking the old pair, stress management, lover of fine things, and dumb things. Gordon Klein, fine things, you know. And Renata, like I, 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 I. I would rather almost see the spinoff about the two of them. Yeah, give me give me the clients. Take Sarah Jessica Parker and Thomas Hayden Church out of that divorce show and give me those two. Oh yeah, I haven't watched that divorce show. Well, I used to uh, be a fan of Wings, so Thomas Hayden Church and I go way back. Sure. It's like Tony Shalhoub. That's my recommendation for the next give me show the, you guys should watch. Give me the Wings. Give me the Thomas Hayden Church <laughs> Tony Shalhoub buddy cop the wings show about the airplane mechanic and the taxi driver yeah give me that i i would love to watch that give me one give me one of those all right so we're closing the door on big little eye season two what With are our fingers crossed for a third season i guess they're I mean, they're crossed loose for I me need, i need the damn story to end i guess and i do love i do love these uh these characters and these actresses sure sure uh, i i but Sh- i shaheen woodley Woodley, Shailene. Shailene Woodley is fantastic. Got totally shortchanged. Is uh, is is Ziggy gonna be too big for his britches if this comes around again? He is young Sheldon. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. know. I don't think they use the kids much this season, so maybe they'll start using them more. <laughs> so maybe they'll kill the kids in the second <laughs> season. Who knows? Maybe this goes full Medea and Celeste oh. slaughters them. Holy shit. Holy shit. I think it'd be Mary Louise. All right, all right. Mary Louise, like, crashes into a school bus. We're off the we're off the rails on Big Little Eyes. What are we... Okay, so what are we looking for? We're look, we're going to do Succession week to week. Yeah, we're going to talk about Succession. Uh, for those of you who haven't watched it before, it is about 
uh, billionaire family who are like royalty. Well, they're like the Murdochs. Yeah, and it's like got King Lear vibes and King Lear vibes. Patriarchs getting old, and the sons are about to take over the world. And and daughter knockout performances. Yeah, all around, all around, great show. Um, detestable people, but fascinating. Yes. Uh, and then what else are we going to watch? We're going to watch The New Pope when that comes Whenever out. Whenever The New Pope is coming around, you can expect emergency podcasts Yeah, immediately following episodes. Watch The Young Pope if you haven't watched it yet. Jude Law is the most uh, interesting protagonist, antagonist yeah. character. Absolutely. But may not be in the second season. Yeah, well, we'll see. If anyone could, If anyone could have been in the room as you and I watched the iPhone footage of John Malkovich shooting the new Pope and then seeing that he chose the red shoes, which fans, yes. fans of the show know only, only crazy popes choose red shoes. Yeah. Um, that's fucking right. That's absolutely fucking Catholicism right. is metal. Yeah. yeah. Super metal. And there is supposed to be a new season of the deuce before the end of the year. Yeah. And the deuce we hold really close to our heart. Uh, uh, George Pelicanos, David Simon, Pay, both, res- pay respect geniuses. to the to the to the masters of the craft. Uh, it it follows us over. Uh, it, it's it's gonna skip another five years. This is gonna be in the every, early eighties. Every season skips this five is, years. This is Basquiat. Yeah. Dirty. Oh yeah, Ace Moorhall. Like yeah. beginning of the AIDS crisis, New York City. Yep. With some of the best characters I've ever seen. We're gonna see a lot of like a lot of uh, Joy Division and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be a weird time. Yeah. Um. Maybe maybe one of the James Franco's, the funny one, will have a flock of seagulls haircut or something Ooh, like and, that. And and maybe Parrish. Yeah. And if you're a fan of James Franco laughing at himself, thinking he's the cutest and, man in and the world, like he loves himself, <laughs> like watching the twins interact is so adorable. Yeah. Do um, not. Yeah. Do not. Do not shortchange that. Performance. The Deuce is a great show. It's about uh, prostitution and the sex industry in the '70s in New York the be- City. The beginning of the porn industry. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, written and by, written and, by about, geniuses. and about gentrification in a neighborhood, mm-hmm. and which everyone I know knows now. Yeah, uh, we're definitely gonna do that pretty soon. Here, Mike is gonna finish Mad Men, and we're gonna do an entire Mad Men recap, which we're looking forward yeah, to. I'm I'm halfway through my first watch of Mad Men. Please don't spoil it for me. Oh my god, um, this is seven years in the making of my personal journey yeah to get I'm, you to finish this show well christian and i made a deal long ago that if he watched the wire i would watch mad men christian watched the wire about two years ago and uh i'm finally getting around to my end of the bargain and i think that maybe when, before the deuce comes out we should definitely do a, a david simon george pelicano's like appreciation podcast we'll do the wire maybe we'll show you some key episodes of treme We'll read down by the river where the dead man goes, and we'll have a good we'll have a good time about true contemporary crime writing at its fucking peak. Yeah, which is stuff we're both fans of. Yeah, and a lot of discussion about uh, Bunk, who I'm. There's a lot. There's a lot of for anyone who's a fan of that that triptych of of work. What there's the, the wire, uh, the, the wire and Treme, and, and there's the third one and the Deuce. I guess the third one is the yeah yeah so right. so if there's any of those repertory of actors that come back a lot, 
Really looking forward to maybe a Michael K. Williams appearance in this final season of The Deuce. And I'm I'm blanking on Bunks. Well they name. already we already saw Freeman. What's his name? The guy uh, played Freeman in the I wire. wish I wish I had these names in front of me. Pimp. In, uh, yeah, in and the, but there's a lot. There's a lot of there's a lot yeah. of wire characters and Treme characters that I would like to see. And those pop guys up. are all awesome. Yes, some yeah. of the finest. Um, anything else? Any other shows we plan on watching? I don't know. I think I think we're gonna we're gonna keep rolling these out as quick as we can. But yeah, we'll, we'll, but we did it, and we'll and we'll keep talking about movies we see or books we like or whatever. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We did it, Mike. Yeah, we thanks. recorded the podcast. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks Hell for yes. watching the White Lady show with me. And thank you all for joining us. Hot little takes. We'll see you soon. Yeah.